0: Welcome, a listener, to another episode of Bite-Sized Virtue. This is episode one of season 16 of this little mini-series that I do as part of Spam, 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 Humbug, and arguably some of the only content I've produced for Spam, 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 Humbug yet this year. I have more coming, including more readings of Through the Moongate, and a new format for Spam, 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 Humbug that I'm hoping to launch at some point, possibly during... The next couple of months, possibly into the summer. We'll see. I'm not really sure yet. But for now, as we approach the season of Lent, which begins this week, actually began on Wednesday, it's time to do another round of reflections on the eight virtues and how they intersect with real-world philosophy. And I know I tried to do season 15, and I got like one episode done and then completely dropped the ball on that one, and I apologize. Such is life. There has been so much going on in life. It would be an episode unto itself just to discuss it all. And maybe if I actually can get the new format of Spam 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 Humbug off the ground, I'll discuss some of that. For this season, I wanted to come back to a virtue that I don't know if I've discussed all that. I know I've written about it a fair bit back when I was doing these as years ago now, as you know, written reflections rather than spoken reflections. But uh, I wanted to discuss the virtue of humility. And arguably the catalyst for this was actually a discussion I got into earlier today with someone on one of the many, many sort of semi-private or private chat channels that I find myself part of these days, sometimes it's easier to just have your own little walled garden uh, to chat with like-minded people. I mean, I guess we would call that a social media bubble in some senses, but I have a lot of these that are kind of in different, (laughs) I have a lot of different bubbles, so maybe it all averages out in the end. But in one of these, you know, sort of groups where we can discuss a particular topic um, in a sort of... Somewhat unfiltered way. Someone, I challenged someone on, you know, the idea. He seemed to be, to me, in his comments, conflating humility with humiliation. And I challenged him on this rather directly. And he came back saying, you know, well, I don't really see the difference. I use the two terms interchangeably. Like, what is the difference? And of course, I elaborated somewhat on the difference. Um, Humiliation is something we inflict on. Humiliation is just in general something we inflict, right? It's something that we do to other people, to ourselves. It's an amplification of of shame, of regret, of embarrassment. It's, you know, it's a deg- it's a form of degradation, really. Humiliation is something that we do. It's an act and it's a very aggressive act in its own way. Whereas humility is more of a question of perception it's how we see things it's not necessarily something we do it's how we perceive and understand and especially understand you know ourselves and our place in the world and our sense of worth and our interdependence with other people with other beings with the world in terms of christian philosophy you know it would also be um, to be in our right state of mind and state of understanding about our constant continual dependence on God moment to moment for our very existence. So with that in mind, I uh, recalled all of a sudden that some months ago I had actually saved a reflection or a series of reflections from St Jose Maria Escriva on what humility is it or rather the evident signs of a lack of humility. And this is something that I've talked about before when discussing humility is, you know, the fact that it's a difficult virtue to describe directly, but it's an easy virtue to describe in the breach. You know, like it's, it's easier to describe humility by what it is not than by looking at what it is. It's kind of weird that way, but I've used it in the past and it does seem to be a really good approach. So it's kind of edifying to know that, you know, A really great philosopher saint also tended to take that approach when analyzing what humility was. He didn't really look at what humility was. He looked at what humility wasn't. And from that, we can kind of, you know, infer back to what humility is. So over the next few weeks, I'm going to wander through all of his reflections on what humility isn't. And I mean, this is mostly like bullet point stuff. Um It's in a couple of images from a Facebook page that I follow, so I might just wind up sharing the images in each episode of the in the show notes for each episode. We'll see. For today, I wanted to focus just on the first one, the first evident sign of a lack of humility. I'm not going to do this one a week. Uh, I mean, I've got. Six to seven weeks of Lent, and then seven to eight weeks of Easter, so I do have a lot of time to go through the <clears throat> seventeen points that are raised here um but so maybe you know I will do one a week. who knows <laughs> We will see some weeks I might have to do two for today I'm only going to do one, and with that in mind, the first evidence sign of a lack of humility, and I love just you know the phrasing that the saint uses here. Allow me to remind you that, among other evident signs of a lack of humility, are, and here's the first one, thinking that what you do or say is what is better than what others do or say. And I know this, this is like probably the, this is almost like the biggest one for us in like, we're part of a, you know, if you're listening to Spam, 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 Humbug right now, chances are you've at least heard the ultimate games. You've you're probably familiar with video games, you're probably a gamer, and you're probably a fan of a lot of video games. And this is something that I notice, you know, really, really, really crops up in a lot of fandoms within the Ultima community, no differently than any others. And I think maybe especially in regards to, you know, people's opinions about mm, something like, say, Ultima 9, which is a really easy way to start a fight, right? In the Ultima community, like just yeah, <laughs> we all, you know, I know, we know that that's what this, you know, that topic is one that is guaranteed to bring people out of the woodwork who are just itching for a fight. I mean, and I say this in full knowledge of the fact that I'm guilty of it too. I, I, I do this too sometimes, you know, I get caught in this trap as well, <laughs> especially when the topic is Ultima 9 or Ultima 6. And we see it in other areas as well, credentialism is another example. Now this isn't to say that you know everybody's always right that, that that's not what this means it isn't to say that you know if you're an expert in one field then your opinion your statements your arguments hold less value than someone who is utterly uninformed about an area in which you're a subject matter expert that's not what this is saying either but what it is saying is that what humility demands of us is to remember that at the end of the day, we're all human beings, we're all just people, and we're just saying words, and, and not just words, right? Like that it's not just about, you know, again, what the saint says, thinking that what you say or do is better than what others say or do. It's not just about, you know, the words we say. It's about the things that we do. It's about remembering that even if we're an expert, even if we're doing something objectively good, that in and of itself isn't anything to lord over others, isn't anything to elevate us over others. Because at the end of the day, we're still a human being and we still have the same worth as any other human being on the planet, even if we're smarter than other human beings on the planet, even if we do more good things than other human beings on the planet, we're still just as human as anybody else. Even people who don't say nice things, even people who don't do good things, even people who think Ultima 9 is a trash game, they're all still human. And me thinking that Ultima 9 is a great game doesn't make me any more human than they are. And what that means in turn is that in what we say and what we do, we should always be mindful of the fact that even if we are factually correct, even if we are acting for what is objectively good, we're still speaking and acting as humans. We're still speaking to other humans. We're still acting for or on behalf of or for the benefit of other humans, other people who have just as much intrinsic value in that humanity as we do. And so when we speak and when we act, we should always be mindful of the fact that, you know, we are one human among many humans speaking to other humans among many humans. We should always be mindful of the fact that we all entered the world the same way. We'll all leave the world in the same way. And we should allow that to have a moderating influence on how we present ourselves when we speak, how we present ourselves when we do what we do. We should never use our knowledge or our capabilities or our gifts or talents or our love of Ultima 9 to detract from the humanity of anybody else which is actually really really hard because and again, you know, we're in a gaming fandom, so I'm sure we can appreciate this very readily. You know, it's it's very easy especially with something like, you know, Ultima, a long-running game series that we've all been following since we were kids and we're very passionate about. Well, most of us have been following since we were kids. Maybe half of us, I don't know, some of us, <laughs> a number of us have been following since we were kids. Others have been following it since we were well adults but younger adults than we are now right and that's the crazy thing about the dragons is that you know you have people in the dragons who came to the series at age eight and came to the series at age 28 and maybe even 38 good gosh you know there's people in the dragons now who are you know 80 plus years old probably and still fans my grandfather being one of them for that matter and yet we're all still human But it's so easy, you know, for this kind of thing, you know, and uh, Star Wars is another example, Star Trek, anything that's been running for a long, long time that you've been following for a long, long time that you're really really passionate about and have been for a long, long time. It's so easy to become inflamed, consumed by that passion. And, you know, it's not a bad thing to have that passion. Where it becomes a bad thing is, you know, when it becomes all, you know, so consuming that you can't tell somebody what you think about Ultima 9 without insulting somebody who thinks differently. I keep using Ultima 9 as an example, but again, you know, like I said earlier on in the podcast, it's an easy example. It's something that is guaranteed to bring out a raft of different opinions. And yet, at the end of the day, we're all still here just to love the Ultima series, right? And we're all still human in doing so. And especially As regards, you know, something as subjective as what one thinks of a game, right? Because, you know, there's not any one opinion about a game that is authoritative. Everybody approaches something like a game differently. Everybody approaches something like the Star Wars series differently, right? Is Empire Strikes Back my favorite Star Wars movie? Yes. Do I think it's the best? Yes. Do other people think differently? Yes. Who's right? Who's wrong? (laughs) It's kind of subjective, isn't it? I mean, we can all make good arguments for why we think our particular Star Wars movie that we favor is the best one. I can certainly tell you why I think Empire Strikes Back is the best one and Rogue One second best. Just as I'm sure people who prefer Return of the Jedi can tell me why they think it's the best one. People who grew up on the prequel trilogy can tell me why they think any one of those is the best one. People who grew up on the sequel trilogy can think that, you know, any of those is the best one. There's arguments for all of it. Are there counter arguments for all of it? Absolutely, sure. And at the end of the day, We're all still human, and especially when it comes to subjective stuff like that. Nobody's opinion is really better than anybody else's, which isn't to say that we're not entitled to those opinions, which isn't to say that we can't articulate those opinions, but we should always be mindful, as we do, that the other person is human too. And that's humility, is just being able to recognize that, you know, I'm, I'm just a human being. And I have things that I like. I have things I'm passionate about. And you're a human being. And you have things that you like. And that you're passionate about. And maybe those things clash. Maybe those things conflict. And maybe we can argue about that. And maybe we can celebrate the things that we do share in common. When it comes to you know our opinions about what's great about Ultima. Or what's great about Star Wars. Or anything. But we are both human. And there's an intrinsic value just to our being human that none of those differences of opinion, none of those differences of fact can strip away. And we should always, always, always be mindful of that. And that extends to everything, right? You vote this way. I vote that way. You think this, I think that. We're both still human. We both still have an intrinsic value as human beings. And if we let our Opinions and tastes and political alignments and everything else cloud that and prevent us from seeing that in each other. We've gone astray, and we have stopped being humble people. And that way lies pride, which, well, I mean, it's one of the seven deadly sins in, (laughs) you know, Christian pop theology. It is the king of sins in Thomistic theology, and it's what got Magincia destroyed in Ultima. So let us not have pride, at least of that kind. Well, that concludes, I think, this first week. I'm hoping that I'm able to keep these going at a rate of one a week. We will see. Can't promise. And if I need to lump multiple of the Good Saints reflections into a week, then I will. But... At least this time I'm actually recording the episode just before Lent begins, so it can be published just after Lent begins, and I think that puts me ahead of the game for once, so we will see. And who knows, if I can get really, really on the ball, I'll try and launch the new format for Spam 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 Humbug some point, at some point between now and Easter. We'll see. But at any rate, for now, thank you for listening, and until next time, be virtuous.